You're listening to an episode of Your Nerdy Girlfriend Podcast, a podcast all about living the highs and the lows of your best nerdy life. I'm your host, Jazzy, and I hope you're having a wonderful Thursday. Have you ever had a time in your life where you made something, you put your heart and soul into it, and you created something that you were really, really proud of? So proud that you took pictures of it and you posted it everywhere to share it with the people you care about or your IG followers or your TikTok followers. And then later on, you start getting notifications about it. And some of them are positive, but then you receive those notifications telling you all the things you did wrong. If you haven't lived this life, then you must not be a cosplayer of color because we go through this all the time. I've had friends who have made fantastic cosplays and have been nitpicked down to the bone most of the time by people who don't even cosplay. And it's very upsetting because most of these cosplay quote unquote rules are just myths. So yeah, today's episode is all about cosplay myths because it's time to start debunking some of these. It's just unhealthy, it's stressful, and why do we need them in the first place? So stay tuned. So in this episode, we're not even going to get started with the skin tone issue. That's for another episode. Stay tuned for that one. This one, we're just going to talk about the small cosplay myths, the ones that really get underneath your skin. Some of my least favorite cosplay myths are going to be, you cannot buy your cosplay. Yes. And then some of them get even more detailed after that. You cannot buy your cosplay from places like Party City, Spirit Halloween. I asked those people why. Not everybody has the sewing talent to sew their cosplay on their own. Yes, I do understand it if you're looking at it to support other cosplayers who do have those talents. You know, buying from them, supporting small business. I'm all for that 100%. So if that is your reason for saying that, then you know I'm not too angry at you. But the people who say it because they just feel as though it's beneath them, like you're not elite enough if you don't buy your cosplays from there. Well, at the end of the day, if I'm not entering a competition, because usually competitions have rules against this, if I'm not entering a competition, then it shouldn't matter where I got my cosplay from because it's still cosplay. You see what I'm saying? And that's the thing that really gets under my skin about that one. It's because why is Party City less than? Is it because people associate Party City and Spirit Halloween costumes with ha- with Halloween? Then, I mean, Halloween's just one big cosplay holiday. So, I mean, there you go. The second thing I cannot stand is the material bashing. Um, if I want to make my dog ears out of socks, I can make my dog ears out of socks. You do not get to material bash my cosplay. This is ridiculous. Not everybody has the ability to pay for the materials to make it look super professional, but you still knew who I was. So why does it matter? Let's stop material bashing because that's a very classist attitude. Not everybody has millions of dollars to spend on cosplay. And me, my entire platform is based off of spending on cosplay within your means. Spend the money that you have for cosplay without breaking the bank and creating something amazing. That's what I love about cosplay. 
The third and final myth that really gets under my skin is the whole accuracy trope. Like, it's not accurate because your thing has five points instead of six points, or you're on your star, or your pendant, or your hair is not in the correct style, or you knew who I was, though. I feel as though cosplay is subjective, so I can take a character and make the character my own. It is not about always looking exactly like the character. And most of those comments come from people, once again, who don't cosplay, but who know the character as they see the character. They've fallen in love with the character the way they see the character. And you doing the character your way, mm -mm, they're not going for that. To those people, I say poop you because you're not the one spending the hours and time creating this and putting this together. This is something I thought of in my own imagination and what I wanted to create. And you don't get to have a say in that. Sorry, not sorry. So today we're just going to try and debunk these three myths because they're terrible and we deserve better as cosplayers. So myth number one, you can't buy your cosplay. All right, sit back, grab your popcorn, because I have thoughts. When you buy your cosplay, you get so much for your buck. Most of the time, those cosplays come with all the accessories, so you don't have to hand make most of them, unless there are specific ones you want that are not included in that cosplay. That is an amazing deal. Yeah, sometimes the cosplays could be made super cheaply, but a lot of times you can take that cosplay already and add to it to make it not cheap anymore. I've seen tons of people do this, and tons of people make YouTube videos on this. The next win when it comes to buying your cosplay, and it's probably one of the biggest wins in my opinion, is that there's no wig styling. Like, the wigs usually come really great in most cases, and you don't have to heavily style them. You might have to, you know, like spray a little hairspray here, brush it out there. But compared to actual wig styling, that's not that bad. And I would much rather, in most cases, pay for a wig that's already styled. I bought an aerial wig the other day. It's already styled and it was perfect because before I had to style my aerial wig and it was never going to look as good as the one that was already styled for me. I'm not a great wig styler if you can't tell. So because of that, I bought that wig and it's perfect. It, and it works with so many other cosplays that I've done as well with that aerial style. So that is why I'm all for buying wigs. Buy your wig. You don't have to style your wig. There's no rule that says that. Speaking of me being terrible at styling wigs, buying your cosplay is great for non-creatives. Not everybody that cosplays is some magnificent artist that's good at everything. And that's the trope we really got to debunk. You do not have to be good at everything to be a fantastic cosplayer. Some people are great at sewing. Some people are great at wig styling. Some people are great at prop making. Some people are great at the makeup. I'm fantastic at the makeup. That's where I shine. Like everyone is different. So because of that, you don't have to stick to people's tropes about not buying your cosplay if you know that that's the easiest way for you to do what you already love. So definitely, definitely the main thing that's going to debunk this, guys. It's okay to buy your cosplay. So myth number two, material bashing. <sighs> Come on, guys. Like, why are we still doing this in 2020? Especially now we're dealing with a pandemic and not a lot of people have jobs anymore. So let's just not material bash if cosplay is how people are coping with this pandemic. But let's talk about it. 
First of all, foam is expensive. Can we talk about how expensive foam is? Oh my God. And yeah, you can buy bulk on Amazon. That doesn't make it any less expensive. That just means you're spending a lot of money at once to not have to spend a lot of money again for a while. But foam is expensive and not everybody knows how to work with it or has the proper tools to work with it. Because in reality, you need things like a gas mask and a sander There's and soldering tools. Like There's a lot of tools to make your foam work for you. And they're expensive too. So after I've bought all those tools, that's like thousands of dollars I've spent in some cases. And not everybody has that right now. So come on now. Why are we material bashing? I just don't get it. I don't know if you guys remember, but like at the beginning of quarantine, two things that were hard to find was fabric and sewing machines. Thank goodness I got my sewing machine before the pandemic because the prices they went up like they went skyrocket after quarantine hit my sewing machine was 70 bucks it's now retelling for like 110 like cheese anyway fabric was hard to find too because everybody was making masks and selling them and helping out by making masks and because of that there's no fabric so and a lot of fabric outlets were closed a lot of them have opened back up again which is wonderful i suggest a fabric outlet i love fabric outlets but Joann's is expensive. So if I can take an old t-shirt and turn it into something, I'm going to take an old t-shirt and turn it into something before or an old pair of socks or something before I go out and buy a whole thing of fabric because it's expensive and not everybody has money to just spend like that. Um, That's one of the reasons why I love people like Amber Scholl because she literally takes things in her closet and turns it into something else. And I absolutely love that. So that is why I'm so against material bashing because why do that? Why waste money? Like, I'm so frugal, it's crazy. Speaking of frugal, let's talk about the dollar store, okay? The dollar store has so many amazing things that you can use for cosplay. They have Mod Podge, they have pipe cleaners, wiring, um, tape, E6000, um, they have construction paper, glue, paint, pretty much everything you need, paint brushes, like Dollar Tree is a staple in my cosplay world. And I feel like it should be a staple in other people's worlds. Definitely the first place I go to to check if my materials on my list that I need are there first. If they're there first, I will grab them from there and then go about my day. If my materials aren't there, I grab what I can and then I'm okay with go to Walmart or Michaels, et cetera, and spend those money. Though, by the way, if you ever play full price at Michaels, I don't know you. Like, you need to get them coupons, okay? Like, they be giving out coupons at Michaels. Anyway, I say this to say that there are so many ways to get materials to create and bring characters to life that you don't get to tell somebody the right way to get those materials. And our final myth, myth number three, the accuracy trope. Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay, first of all, let me just debunk this right now. There's no such thing as accuracy in cosplay. I mean, you can try to be accurate as much as you can, but it to me, focusing on that is just missing the point of what we're doing in the first place. We're bringing our favorite characters to life, but you do not have to do it so that people say canon like why (laughs) I just want to bring my favorite character to life because I love this character I know other people love this character and I want to share this character 
with the world. So I feel like people forget that there are different forms of characters. Some characters change outfits depending on the episodes. Some characters um, change like their whole personality. Sometimes you want to alter a cosplay so that it's winter friendly. Sometimes you want to alter a cosplay so that it's summer friendly when it's a little bit more of a winter cosplay. Either way, as long as people know who you are, there shouldn't be some huge like trope about it's not accurate, but you knew it was Katara. It's not accurate, but you knew this was Inuyasha. Like, I'm I'm confused, Like, but you know who this is. Like, my sister actually went through this, um, and she's honestly been scared to post cosplays in Facebook groups now because especially the, the male anime fans and stuff like that, they will eat you alive and hurt your feelings. And... She got a lot of negative comments from one cosplay that she posted and she just was like, okay. Or we've seen people get uh, negative comments from cosplays they've posted in these groups and we're just like, but why? To the point where even I, as someone who really doesn't even care, was still like, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't post my cosplay in this group. And that's not fair. I should be able to share it with people without that like mentality that people are going to attack me because they don't feel it's accurate to how they see the character that that's ridiculous another one that gets a lot of love and hate is character mashups i think character mashups are really cool if you take a character that has a similar personality with another character and you match them up together that is a dope form of cosplay that takes a lot of creativity it's the same as when you mash up two songs at the club and i'm a dj so i know yeah i have a lot of jobs anyway I think that character mashups are one of the most creative forms of cosplay because it's creating two things that are completely separate and turning them into something new. And you kind of get to have so much creative freedom in that way because maybe you take the weapon from this character, but the hat from that character and the hair from this character, but the style of the outfit from that character, like that is the creativity is just wild when it comes to stuff like that. And I 100% think that character mashups are valid, even though it's not always seen as valid to some people in the cosplay realm. Yeah, if you're not getting it, (laughs) the cosplay community can be toxic sometimes. So just throwing that out there. But um, yeah, character mashups are great. And that is completely debunks the whole accuracy trope. Finally, let's talk about comfortability and body policing. Not everybody is going to be comfortable wearing their entire body out. I know some people will wear leotards and stuff under their cosplay so that you can't like see that their stomach is out, which I am 100% here for. But as a woman of color, I can't really find those things in my own skin tone. Or if I do, it's kind of hard to find them to match my skin tone. So I'm out of that privilege. But um sometimes I will wear a cosplay and I will alter it because I don't feel comfortable with my butt being out like that or I don't feel comfortable with my boobs being out like that and that's totally okay um body policing especially for women of color is insane we're going to talk about that more in another episode but in the cosplay world women of color are body policed so hard so it's just sometimes we just alter cosplay so that we feel comfortable and don't get like the nasty pervertive comments because I'm not for here for that. And I know a lot of people are also not here for that. So 
yeah, that might change the accuracy of the cosplay, but that was a personal choice and you don't get to tell me it's wrong because you don't like how I've done the cosplay. Like that is just ridiculous. So there's that myth. It's been debunked. <laughs> what are you people saying? Yeah. So today, what are you people saying? I asked you guys, what are some cosplay myths you've heard? And what are some myths you'd like to debunk? Some of the answers I got is, it's easy once you get the hang of it. Yeah, I'm a person that says this too. And it really is something that uh, we need to debunk. Because certain things aren't easy for everybody. Some people figure out wigs easily. Some people figure out armor easily. Some people are better at sewing. I'm one of the people that is better at sewing. So it honestly just depends on the person. So yeah, I would debunk that. Cosplay is only for cartoon characters. This one is one I've heard quite often because there's that misconception that you just can't cosplay anything. You can cosplay pretty much anything. There is no set rule that it is only for cartoon characters or only for anime or only for comic book characters. Like, that is definitely not true and definitely something that we need to debunk. Like, let's let that mentality go. You can cosplay Supernatural. You can cosplay Grey's Anatomy. It, that's all they do at C2E2 and other conventions anyway. They just cosplay whatever. And it's that specific fandom that's going to know who you are. They're like, oh, hey, I know you. That's awesome. So definitely, definitely on the debunk list. The last one is cosplay isn't for everybody yes let's talk about that you guys know that my motto like if they were going to if i died how morbid and there my gravestone would say she said cosplay is for everyone because like I, it's all i say all the time it's literally like my motto or my slogan or my catchphrase if i was on a tv show because i truly believe that everyone is allowed to have fun in this art medium that is cosplay i feel like when we try to take disabled people um plus size people people of color um out of the equation then we lose the essence of what cosplay really is, is just another way to explore our fandoms the same way we explored them during fan fiction. So I feel as though saying that there are restrictions on who can, who can't just ruins the fun for everyone involved. And let's just not do that. So I include like, what can we do? What is, what do we do to counteract these situations where people are bringing up or saying things that involve cosplay myths. Well, the first thing we can do is if you see it, call it out. Don't just scroll past, call it out. Support people because honestly, bullying sucks and you wouldn't want to have to deal with it alone if it was you. So help out each other in this community. The second thing I would say is to be honest, before you just attack someone's cosplay that you don't like or say something about someone's cosplay that you don't like, the first option is scroll past. The second option is figure out why you don't like that cosplay. Is it because that specific person's in that cosplay? Is it because of that specific character? Is it because of the type of character that they chose? Maybe they chose a more evolved version of that character and you like the original version. At the end of the day, check your bias at the door because there's no room for bias when it comes to this, you're entitled to not like things, but attacking people for not liking things is also just never okay. 
And the final thing I want to say is Pobody's Nerfect. That's right. I love The Office. Pobody's Nerfect. That means that, to be honest, like, things aren't always going to be amazing. There's no, like, perfect blueprint cosplayer out here. We all have our insecurities. So at the end of the day, what we can do is not allow these myths to rule us and rule our craft and just have fun, which is the whole nature of the entire thing. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. I will see you next week. Thank you for joining us this week on Your Nerdy Girlfriend podcast. Make sure to check us out at Your Nerdy Girlfriend on Instagram to vote on episode topics and to have your voice heard in our What Are You People Saying? segment where I answer your questions. Make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. And if you like what you've heard, make sure you share with others. Thanks for listening. See you guys next Thursday. <laughs>